Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Stop it. You know the reasons. Shouldn't even start yet. You're already on my nerves, Tady. <laughs> Thank you for joining the show tonight. Now, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another brand new edition of the Yo Show. Yep. Yo. Jeff the Shark Perini. Jewel Tequila Sunrise Tady. Here. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, see? You like that one. That's not bad. Bringing you everything uh, from soup to nuts, entertainment, sports talk, a little sprinkle of politics. Very little, not much. A little sprinkle. Uh, beer drinking. Voice echoing. What I could say. <laughs> Live tonight. Good evening, Joel. How are you? Barking. I'm great. Uh, I hear dogs barking, too. Forgot to mention that. but That's not good. here for a change. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, a little under the weather, I have to say. So don't mind the raspiness. Good evening, this is Joel Tady. I'm a little verklempt here on the Yo Show. So does the Yo <laughs> Show. It's capital Y and a capital Y and a little Yo. Little That's Philly. <laughs> That's what happens. We come from Philly, and we bring you the world. That's our little logo here. Jewel, we're going to start right off the bat with a Yo Show first. And a Something that's never been done here on the Yosha. You look very drinking? excited. Close. It has to do with drinking, but tonight I debut something we spoke about a few weeks ago. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. Get uh, out. I found ah. some, and tonight, right here on the air, you're going to get my immediate gut reaction because I'm trying it for the first time. Found some, banked it. Jewel Tady, I am saving one for you for Saturday night. Yes! Thank you, thank you, got, thank you. I got a few, so I'm saving one for you. So here we go. We're going to kick this off. It is uh, The company is Harpoons, brewery out of uh, Boston. It is a uh, beer that they made together with people from Dunkin' Donuts. So it's Dunkin' Coffee Porter. Here comes our first shot. Good luck. Here we go. All right. Cheers. 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 Your highlight. Cheers. Clink. Mm, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. It says right in the back. Look, it says the bottle on the back says love beer. Love beer. Love. Philly runs on Dunkin' Beer. Love beer. Yeah, it does. Philly does run on Dunkin' Beer. Uh, it's really good. The reason why it is good, a lot of times you get a stout or a porter and it's very thick. Yeah. So you get a taste of thick. This is very smooth. Is that good for, like, kegs and eggs, you think? I think it could be. Okay. It's coffee-esque, but it's not overbearing, so it's really good. Mm, fantastic. Excellent. So excited. Uh, oh, yeah, I got one. I got one with your name on it. It says Jewel Tady on it. Sweet. It says Jewel Harpoon Tady. That's your, that's your name. We found it. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Who cares? Nothing makes sense here on the Yosha, as uh, our regular listeners will you, attest to. You know what my in my nickname and you know kids used to call me. First of all, I was bullied in grade school. Let me just put it out there because I freaking hate bullies. And if I see a bully, I'm gonna say something because I was bullied like a lot, and I didn't understand why. And all the kids called me 
Oh my god, I don't want to say it on air. But they they call me bullets. <laughs> bullets? <laughs> what the hell is that? Don't wanna know why? Why? That says do I wanna know why? Like Oh, do you know I don't why? know. But yeah, it just made me think of like other metal stuff and that was my stupid nickname they all came up with for of you me. think anything to do with you think it had anything to do with your boobs? I think it might have, yeah. There you go. Boobs. Well, but, at least I didn't call you like... That actual name penis. didn't... Yeah, I, yeah, Boy. that would have made more sense. So let me ask you a question. So you got bullied as a kid. And what grade are we talking here, roughly? Uh, Eighth. Eighth grade. Eighth grade. So did yeah. you graduate? Did you graduate high school with a lot of these kids? Oh, yeah. I went to like an all-girls school afterwards with the... Uh, few, few bulliers and uh, yeah, the nickname stunk, 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 stunk. and stunk. It did stunk and stunk. And, uh, yeah, they were bitches, man. But bullets. I, I mean, I could understand, you know, because I did have big boobs back then. Um, but like, <laughs> any other thing would have made more sense than bullets. Like, you're just stupid. So, my I gotta take. say, like, like if there were like guys and girls, and there were guys, and you graduated them, you'd be that girl that went back to the reunion, and it'd all be like chop. Damn, check out bullets because you're like a hot. Yeah, well, I see a bunch of them on Facebook, and you know, they're all trying to get in your pants. Huh? No, they're doing. I don't know. Whatever. Stop it! Come on. Come I don't on. wish ill will on anyone, not even my grade school bullies <laughs> that are trying to get in your pants. I get. It. Yeah, it was guy. It was guys in grade school, and then high school. I went to an all girls school the first year. Gotcha. So now got her. They look at her now and says, "I like to shoot my bullets at you, bullet." All perverted yeah. and stuff like. Yeah. yeah, whatever. I'm a cannon. A new bullets. Right. You know, you should have told us. Should have told the story after nine o'clock when you loosen Maybe. up a little bit. I'm sorry. Until eight o'clock, and I'm sitting here like being all. I thought it was like oh, shoot the shit, like, mm, you know, all all mm, music show. Mm. Go ahead. Hmm. <laughs> God. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Hide your face. <laughs> I want to see your face anyway. <laughs> you got to see what's going on here right now, folks. The same. We got to start doing video with the audio because Jewel is literally hiding her face from me. Like that makes a difference. <laughs> I see. <laughs> uh, and this, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the fastest rising internet radio shows in all of Fox County. <laughs> and you see why. It's absolutely ridiculous. All right, so let's um, talk about what we got going on here, Mike. We got a great show. We got a film band. Oh yeah, two man band, Driftwood Soldier. Ow! Oh yeah, good stuff. Very excited. Joe, explain the, this the style of music because I keep trying to say it in one sentence and I can't get it right. <laughs> uh, you're gonna make me say the whole thing, okay? Of course. Well, it's a blend of like. American traditional folk roots music, also called foot stomping gutter folk. Foot it's a mix stomping. between like, I, I mean, there's mandolins, there's there's percussion, great vocals. It's growling, it's crooning, it's driftwood soldier. You just have to listen to them. So hang in there, and we're gonna play some great music for you. We definitely are. And uh, speaking of great music, let's thank our guest Monday, Matt Legrand. Woo! He was really good. 
Oh, yeah. He was awesome. Good stuff. Uh, played a couple of his tunes, 12 a.m. and Who? That's spelled H-O-W, if you forget. If you, t- <laughs> if you tuned in on Monday. <laughs> I'm still stuck on that one, two, double a.m. Been saying it way too much. But yeah, Matt was here Monday night. We had a great time with him. Great interview. And we're expecting very much of the same tonight. We've got a couple songs to play from Driftwood Soldier, uh, Wake Up Sinners, Found, and Rosalie, if time permits, we'll play all three. Very excited. It's good stuff. Uh, unique. And I think you'll like it. We're bringing yes. it to you here on the Yo Show. But before we do any music, any guests, any of that great stuff, we're going to do not a top four, not a top six, but a top five list. And tonight, in honor of the upcoming Halloween holiday, which is exactly one week from today. (laughs) Man, Jewel's so So excited. excited. I'm excited for her. I love Halloween. (sighs) Top five scariest movie creatures slash villains slash scary people etc <laughs> so um I'll let my prank out first top five scariest movie villains creatures people neighbors etc Oh, if we were doing people, that would have been so easy. Just like people oh, we know. <laughs> well, no, it's movies. <laughs> okay. And number five, bullet, bullet, Haiti. No, okay. <laughs> number five is Chucky. Oh. That's right. Scary ass little Chucky. Here's my question Why would you go out and buy your kid this doll in the sequel movies when you see him at the first one did? Scary ass. <sighs> He was like my buddy doll, right? That was that was an actual doll, my buddy. So they're they're basing it off that, right? My buddy, my buddy, my buddy. My buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what the movie is all about. God. Number five. Number four. Jason Voorhees, the scariest goalie in history. Hell yeah. I would stay away from that camp. I mean, I'm I'm like ranting because like they're all dumb. Like stay from these places these guys are, and you won't get hurt. Number three, terrifying. Yeah, number three is Pinhead. Now I hate this thing. But Hellraiser, oh, you should see it. The first one's good. It gets Hmm. gets corny at there's like thirty of them, I think. But the people like play with this gold cube, and it puts them in like this. Supernatural world. Don't touch the gold cube and you won't have to face Pinhead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So number, tempting. Three, number two. Number two, Michael Myers. And of course, the Halloween movie has made a comeback. It's like 80, but still playing the role. It's great. I haven't seen it yet. Michael Myers, you throw him out a window, you blow his brains out, you set him on fire, guy just keeps coming back for more. That's, a little, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and move out of the town that Michael Myers talks. She did. She tried to. He found her. Bullshit. And that's she what made her. She faked her death. Wow. Okay. I looked into this. <laughs> that's what makes number one so very scary because you can't escape from this dude. He's everywhere. Freddy Krueger. 
Mm. In your dreams, man, you fall asleep. He's there. People say, oh, just don't fall asleep. Yeah, try doing that for the next 20 years. That ain't gonna happen. Mm-mm. Close your eyes, boom, there's Kruger. Here's Freddy. Kind of clever, yeah, seems like I got a clever phrase with his dagger fingers. Scary, Oof. man. Number one, Frederick Kruger. That's yeah, my top five. Uh, before I start my top five, is is was he, like, in child's dreams or teenager dreams? Like, little kids? Did he attack little kids? I think it was more teenagers. That's a great question. Okay. I'm pretty sure teenagers, the movie was usually teenagers. Okay, because I heard a story, like, he attacked children, and that's why his mother and father, like, burned him alive. Correct. Okay. It was originally little children, and then... The parents burned them alive, and then he sought revenge on their kids that were aged. Eh, some crazy shit like that. But, yeah, it was, you know, she's just bad, 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 man. Oh, yeah. All right. Jewel Katie, <sighs> top five. Let's have it. Mine are a lot of the same, and I wanted to change the last one because I had one, but something frightened me even more as a child. Oh, there's my dog. Okay, uh, number five. <laughs> and there it is. Jason Voorhees. Jason is like the thug of killers. I mean, he he's is. a gangster. He's got he his machete. He's like, I don't know. He's dressed like a thug. He's got a very large head. He's like a big, he burly dude, too. Yeah. He's, yeah, super strong, super strength. Yeah. And um, kind of like Mike Myers that way. But he's stronger. He's actually stronger than Mike Myers. Um, and Mike just showed me the game. I don't know what system it was for, a Sega or... NES or something. The Friday the 13th video game, do you remember this? With the mom's Vaguely. head floating and you like walk yeah. through the lake. I was so afraid. He was like going to pull it up on YouTube because I didn't remember. But my cousin Dave always played, like he had every console game ever. Big horror fan too. So I was like, I'll remember it if I see it. And then the thing was literally like 2D like Zelda, like the first Zelda game, like not not scary stuff. Scary music. That was scary uh, little music in the mm. beginning of video games. Definitely had scary music. <sighs> yeah. All right. Number four, Freddy. Freddy is freaking creepy because he can attack you in your dreams. And mm-hmm. you know what I thought of that I've read? He's the only one that doesn't hide his ugly face. Mike Myers and Jason have ugly faces. Freddy Good doesn't point. hide his. Why? Probably because he gets you in your dreams. Ah. <sighs> Okay, uh, number three, Mike Myers. I, I mean, I love watching all the Halloween movies. Um, I'm so excited for the new one. I think the first one I could see in the theaters was like H2O, and that just freaked me out. But I think the scariest one was, you know, when they showed him as a little kid. Yeah. Like in the beginning. Oh, man, that was that You keep calling nightmares. him Myers. You keep calling him Mike Myers, and I keep thinking, yeah, baby. I know, somebody right? Actually, Michael. Somebody actually did that little... Somebody did that quip on Facebook. If Michael Myers is actually Mike Myers. And he was, like, walking down the steps. He's like, yeah, baby. Oh, my God. Well, you know the dance that they go like this and they, like, bob and, like, hop on one foot? And they do the dance. Yeah. Well, they have Mike Myers doing it with a knife. <laughs> I don't know what the name of the dance is called. Matt Legrand did it in his video. I meant to ask him. But anyway, uh, number two, Chucky. I'm terrified, terrified of dolls. In yeah. general, Chucky just freaked me out. My cousin Dave, who I mentioned earlier, him and my other cousins, they would chase me around with their freaking Chucky doll and scare the shit out of me when I was little. I didn't appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, 
Oh, I just hate uh, oh, dolls and creep me out so bad. I can't. I can't. Whew. And number one, since dolls creep me out so bad, I was going to put Regan from The Exorcist because she's just evil. But yeah. I have to say, the scariest thing I ever saw growing up, I, I still have a hard time looking at it, is the Crypt Keeper from Tales of the Crypt. Really? And that live, oh my god, and he's like a puppet. Like, yeah. no. Oh, good lord. He's frightening. Wow. No. <sighs> they used to chase me with, like, images of him, too, and just, yeah. God. I kind of lost my fear of the Crypt Keeper when I realized that real little dude, that little comedian guy, he's about five foot tall. He's one of that first and ten show he played the kicker, John something. He's so not scary. That's what made me like not scary. The Crypt Keeper. No, we're not like, Stop. I don't know. Stop. That's a good list. Sorry. The sound of adjusting. I'm taking off my hat. Got my Sixers hat on tonight. Trusting the process. Uh, so let's rerun the list. Pretty similar, but in different orders. My top five, Chuck. Number four, Jason Voorhees. Number three, Pinhead. Put the damn gold cube down. Number two, Michael Myers. Number one, Freddy Krueger. Drew went with uh, Jason Voorhees at five, Freddy at four. Yeah, baby, Mike Myers at number three. <laughs> Chucky at two. And number one, a very surprising Crypt Keeper. Interesting. But hey, man, <laughs> scary is sure. as scary does. If you're scared of it, what the hell? Right. Good stuff. Great list. Good time right there. Had file. I'm going to highlight it and keep it in the archives. This beer, I notice you get closer to the bottom, it's got more of a beerish, I mean, more of a coffee flavor. I feel like you should probably shake it up before you drink it. <laughs> then it'll explode. Throwing you. <laughs> then the coffee flavor can all mix up and get to the top. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably something that, like, when it gets warm, you probably have even more coffee flavor. Like, uh, some people drink porters and stamps on a little more room temperature to bring out more flavor. I kind of like the way that is. Though. I think it's good. Room temperature. I like room, everything in here. Room temperature. Room, room temperature. You know, so maybe that's just some, No. I like the way he said it, though. Oh, what movies ever? Oh, Rush. That was a scary movie. The Drug Addicts. Yeah. Jason Lee. Yeah. And uh, I believe it's Jason Patrick. Yeah. Michael. Yes. All right. Yeah, Michael. Hey, like those worms, Michael. What? Worms. You're eating worms, Michael. Worms. <laughs> Ruined oh, the uh, forever. I had it the other night. It's funny you said that. And I always think of, I like them worms, Michael. I always was, do uh, mean. That was uh, Jamie Gertz. Oh, God, I love her. Baby. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Gertz. Who's star? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's so pretty. Oh, yeah. She's something. Let's uh, get to some music, Jewel Tatey. Yes. Tonight's guest, Driftwood Soldier. Love that name, too. Uh, we're going to play one from them. This one is called Wake Up Sinners, or as I like to say, Party Time. <laughs> <laughs> like how we did that, huh? Uh, Wake Up Sinners is uh, one of the three we have tonight from our very special guest here around 830, Driftwood Soldier. They're going to be calling in. You're going to be listening in live, and we're going to talk to the fellas. But let's get some music going on here. About two minutes and 24 seconds of play for you right now. We're back shortly. Enjoy. This is The You Show. 
compliment, I feel. Reminds me of a song by ZZ Top that's called TV Dinner. Because hmm. he's got a little bit of a ZZ Top kind of rest to his voice and uh, TV Dinner was kind of a similar like kind of song like people buying junk and stuff. I wonder if he so ever got that before. I don't know. I know Jules is going to ask him later because I feel like a jackass if I ask him he says I've never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of it. The key to the, uh, you're not? Mm-mm. Jesus Christ. How did I find this person? Jeff hey. is mad at the world tonight, all right? Like, he is. He can't He's a cranky it. ass tonight. He's a big time cranky fart tonight. Get over it. Positive week. Positive I'm week. Here. I'm just waiting for Saturday. I know. Halloween I'm just like overwhelmed. I have so many like different costumes to do. I mean, because I never like to do the same costume twice. And I hear you. Me neither. Yeah. So now I'm I have to of. get like three different ones for my daughter, three different ones for me, and it's just overwhelming. 
Now, you said you're going to be late, and i got to tell you, I'm not saving you any walking talkies. If you miss out again this year, you miss out. Oh, good Lord. i got to make some walking tacos, man. There's only like five pounds of meat. <laughs> I'll bring the meat. I'll bring my own meat. Can I just have the <laughs> toppings? I'll bring yeah. an avocado. We're doing it better this I year. Last year we... an avocado. <laughs> Last year we did it with Fritos. This year we're doing it with Doritos. Ooh. Doritos oh, yeah. are just so much better than Fritos, I feel. Yeah. I mean, it didn't really hurt the walking taco, but it's definitely a Dorito thing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, Mike, how Mike eats his Doritos? He, like, puts them on a plate, and then he puts Swiss cheese all over them and melts it. Swiss cheese? It really works. I don't even like Swiss that much, but Swiss on Doritos is, like, bomb. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you definitely chose the wrong word to describe Swiss cheese oh, on Doritos. Shit, 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 shit. I didn't even mean that. All right. It's, it's wow. Delicious. I know. I, I I chuckle, and it's not really that funny of a thing, but apparently, and I'm not going to go too much into it. I'm not going to talk too much about you know, this whole bomb sending incident, but James Woods, you know, the uh, ever actor that speaks out on the Republican side of things. God help us. <laughs> um, he calls the explosive devices that were sent a um, a, stunt. a stunt. Something that just kind of rouse people and make them anti-Republican. How is it a stunt if the bombs were live? Were they live, though? Oh, yeah. I just heard the I mean, they're, they're I'm just saying there's mechanisms that can make make them seem live, and I'm not making light of this. Like you know, we don't really don't talk about this stuff here for a good reason because it just it alienates people. But Woods is on the impression there was nothing explosive in them, and they were sent more or less as a device to say, "Hey, look what these Republicans are doing to us now, and look what Trump's doing now." And I don't know if I buy that, but I, I mean I don't think it's a certain political side doing. I think it's just some nut. Isn't James Woods a nut? <laughs> like, I mean, right. Yeah, I think it was James Woods. I think he's the bomber. James Woods is a bit of a nut. <laughs> he is the um, he's the high school in um, Family Guy, right? James Woods High. Yeah, they have hmm. a lot of. Uh, I think they have a character that is James Woods in Family Guy. Yeah, he makes appearances every once in a while, kind of like they did with um, Adam West back in the day. Yeah, he was in the little. A lot. He was. May he rest in peace. Great Adam West. Love Adam West. Yeah. So does <laughs> my father. <laughs> I'm kidding. So does Burt Ward. Remember, he was on the show. You got Hello, citizens! He was cracking me up. Oh, Burt. <laughs> Burt and his dog food. Yeah. Speaking of dog food... I love my leading. I'm the best, <laughs> best leading guy. Best segue guy in radio, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, animal shelter in Arizona reports that a dog was returned 48 hours after being adopted because the owner said it was too good. <laughs> what? <laughs> too good. Yet he said that the dog is very obedient, very playful, good with kids. But it wasn't enough of a challenge 
Now, of course, this sent the internet into a frenzy. People were just laying into them and and really calling for stricter rules and adopting pets, which I agree. Um, Jewel Titty, are you returning a dog that's too good? Um, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't return any dog. Period. I mean, I got my pit bull from the shelter when she was six months old, and she literally tore my house couch in half. Um, she wasn't fully potty trained and she was a little dog aggressive, which comes with the territory with pit bulls a lot of times. Um, but I still wouldn't return her. That's my baby. So, um, yeah, I've read this and I guess they were just looking for like a a more of a dog in need. I know he's so cute and his name's Bing. How perfect for Halloween. But thankfully it's a no kill shelter and I'm sure Binks, the poor puppy is going to have thousands of forever homes to choose from. Absolutely, especially after this story. I mean, it's so sad. He's a, he's a cutie pie. Mm-hmm. My dog is far from good. He is adorable. He is playful. He's loving. He's, he's my boy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he likes to try and tinkle in places he doesn't belong. Sometimes, like yesterday, he climbs under the deck to chase this groundhog, which he doesn't realize the groundhog ever gets him. He's going to murder him. But he was under the fence, and he was crawling. Let's, uh, let's stop everything here and go from animals <laughs> to musical talent. That's a terrible segue right there. <laughs> As we welcome to the O Show live, Driftwood Soldier. Good evening, and welcome to the O Show. Hello. Hello. Hey, howdy. Hey, how you doing? Howdy. How's it going? Hi, how's it going? It's going great. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. We really do appreciate it. Uh, we love local acts. We're Philly people here, too. So local acts always get us excited. We uh, played one of your songs already, Wake Up Sinners, which is excellent. So uh, thanks for joining us, guys. We're going to uh, have a little interview, get some questions. How's it sound? Sounds great. All right. Let's get um, – so we have Owen and Bobby. Yep. Awesome. Uh, where did the name come from, first and foremost? Uh, Driftwood Soldier. How'd you come up with that name and uh, decide to make it stick? Well, uh, this is Owen here. Um, when doing, when Owen? we first met, um, I was playing under a different name, uh, Solo, Owen and his checkered past. Um, but uh, but didn't seem um, right or fitting uh, for Bobby to play as my checkered past. Uh, so we were, we were looking for a uh, a new name, and it happened that in a in a fit of insomnia, I've been up one night and I bought the URL Driftwood Soldier, which is a longer story. Um, but uh, we're just cheap enough that because I already owned the website, uh, we we rolled with that. Wow, sounds easy enough. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Owen, your voice is so super deep and super cool sounding. Um, it, were you always a singer? Um, I, I guess I have been singing a very long time, although uh, no one ever taught me how to sing. Um, I used to, I grew up playing uh, jazz and blues, uh, mostly on the bass and, and singing along with that. Uh, so I've been, I've been singing one way or another most of my life. Pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it's a great voice. It's definitely unique, and that's kind of what you need—a little something to make you stand out. Um, 
tell us how you decided to uh, get together in 2013. Uh, you and Bobby uh, put it together. Did you kind of battle back and forth on the sound, or is this a sound you guys were both on the same page with right away? Well, I mean, as I said, it first started off with uh, a solo act that I had, and then um, Bobby started sitting in on it. Um, but um, but the sound that we have now is definitely um, a product of that collaboration because if you listen back to the stuff I was, even a couple of the same songs that we rearranged for for this instrumentation, um, they play pretty differently as Driftwood Soldier. You know, we, we both come from a pretty different music background. Um, and uh, And so the sound is really evolved um over the last five years but but uh, you know but a, a quick change as soon as um as bobby was involved with the project because we really do the arranging of the songs together yeah uh what is both of your background uh or is one of you from philly another one a transplant to philly and, and what are your personal music tastes like before before the band um yeah so this is bobby i i grew up just outside of philly been living in philly um for over 10 years now. Um, and really before Driftwood Soldier, I was playing more like indie rock kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it really, it, it kind of mixed well with what Owen was doing just to to have like a more busy bass that was um, kind of driving the song, I think. Yeah. I came um, from from all over. I mean, I grew up in D.C., um, but um, lived out west for a while. Had no real fixed address in between, um, and I picked up a lot of um, different musics over the years. In between, I mean, the when I was growing up in D.C., it was a lot of punk and hip hop, but I was playing a lot of jazz and blues. And then out west, there was a lot more old time. Um, and and folk, and by that point, I had a mandolin in my hand, even though I didn't know what the hell to do with it. Um, <laughs> and so, in between all that, um, by the time I landed in Philly, I was doing something uh, in this in this realm of um, you know kind of blues heavy Americana, and uh, and yeah, Bobby brought some of that um, the harder driving. Um, sort of rock and surf rock bass lines and um from his background so well it works Very so cool. well to, yeah yeah it definitely works well did you find it um immediately receptive here in philly because of, you know being like kind of like a big city or did you struggle a little bit in the beginning getting this music sold in this area well it's been a, it was a little bit of our uh, of our own fault in one or two ways because uh, as soon as we started playing together, we started touring up and down the East Coast. Um, and so we sometimes, you know, in the first couple years, uh, just forgot to book enough local shows, you know. Um, I do think that this town, I mean, I love this town. I love the music scene here. I think that um, not all of the, um, there's sort of a an, a level of venue um, where uh, they, they they squeeze the musicians pretty hard uh, for Agreed. for money and Agreed. for and for promotion, um, and so it took us you know it, it, I think it took us a little while to um, being that our sound sort of fits in between a lot of different genres and doesn't have one already pre-built musical home. 
Um, it took us a while of, of kicking around different DIY scenes um, and um, to, to start to build our own, uh, our own home, you know, within the Philly music scene. Um, we helped organize uh, for the last three years um, West Philly Porch Fest, which is a big DIY festival in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of why we, uh, we started doing that was because we wanted to, to make more of a home for, uh, you know, across DIY scenes um, in the city uh, because it seems like sometimes they get kind of siloed. They get kind of stuck in their own, um, in their own little social scenes um, and doing something to mix those up since, since DIY is what we've got in this town um, is, uh, you know, seemed valuable to us. Yeah, and you hit two questions I was going to ask you. Um, uh, how do you think uh, the Philly music scene is um, competitive-wise? Do you think people support each other here? Um, and then I wanted to ask about the West Philly Porch Fest and, and ones that is coming around again, and, and if you can explain that more a little bit for us. Well, Bobby's been in the Philly music scene longer than I have. Uh, I think I, I think it definitely is supportive. Um, I mean, early on in in our career, and um, it's something I did a little bit before was uh, a, a festival, a really weird festival called Caravan that happens up in Maine. Um, that's all Philly artists that um, just kind of throw themselves a festival and decide to drive nine hours to do it. Um, wow! <laughs> to check that out. <laughs> It's really strange, um, and it, it, ha- it hasn't been happening so much the past couple of years, so I'm not sure of the future is of that, but early on, that was um, like a group of people that just really kind of embraced us. Like, you know, I kind of knew them before, but then when Owen and I started playing, we played, I think, two years of that festival and just kind of like showed up there as outsiders and really kind of felt welcome. Um I- I think that's a good example of, of the DIY scene at its best. You know, if people are, are making, a, um, you know, making their own music and then making opportunities for their friends to hear their music and each other's music. Um, that's, and as I said, that's really what motivated Porch Fest too. I mean, we played, Porch Fest is an idea that, that is around. Uh, we played one by accident up in Massachusetts, up in Boston, uh, Somerville actually. And, um, and we just, loved the 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 concept of people playing free shows on their porches all around a neighborhood on the same day so that you know uh the community can come out walk around uh and see what their you know what their neighbors have to offer musically can be any kind of music can be any experience level some people you know um playing something that they've only ever played you know in their basement and some people playing with a band that they gig you know 150 dates a year with and um no just knowing our neighborhood of west philly uh we knew that you know it's a changing neighborhood it's a it's gentrifying and that's a that's a you know um a stressful and a power dynamic that uh that needs to be addressed in the neighborhood um but the better the, you know the more community there is across the different people living in the neighborhood uh the more solidarity there can be, there can be and the more you know of a unified um front there can be to addressing some of those questions in the neighborhood and we think music is one way to um to build community um so we, we brought it back to west philly and found a couple other people who um already knew about the idea were excited about it and then just uh 
made it happen and have been for the last three years. It'll be it'll be back in June probably, I assume. Oh uh, well. I haven't started that's... meeting about it yet, but <laughs> first Saturday of every June. That's mm-hmm. very cool. I'm sure a ton of people are at your your poetry and your stoop. <laughs> um, uh, we have had a lot of Philly acts on here, and it seems like you know people from all over Philly area, but uh, it seems like South Philly is the place for the venues and and for um, independent acts. Do you do you feel that that's the case, and um, or do you have other venues in different neighborhoods that you like to perform at? Um, I mean, we play all over the city. And one of the things about Philly is, is that I've experienced at least is that, um, because it's kind of a city of neighborhoods, it's like a bunch of small towns all right next to each other. Um, and so, I mean, that's one of the the stupid things about us touring up and down the East coast. Like we do is that we could book a tour in Philly, you know, you play Mount Airy, you play Fishtown and you're not going to get a single person that comes to both shows, you know? Um, and so, and so we really, you know, we do that. We, um, we, we play in every, in just about every neighborhood and there's, there's some sort of musical home for us in most of them. Um, but sometimes that can look pretty different. You know, it can be like a West Philly living room or like, you know, boot and saddle in South Philly or, um, you know, a warehouse up in Fishtown. I mean, it really, uh, there's, there's some kind of place for us in almost every neighborhood. Um, sometimes it takes a little while finding it. That's good sure. to hear. Yeah, definitely getting out everywhere and unity with Philly bands is great because there's a lot of great acts here and you guys, you know, like yourselves, a lot of very uh, talented guys that should be together and support each other. Um, let's get into mm-hmm. like a nationwide scene. Have you ever been compared to certain bands? Um, and just in listening to Wake Up Sinners, I was telling Jewel, uh, it reminds me a little bit of ZZ Top song TV Dinners. And you guys got kind of a ZZ Top kind of voice. Have you ever been compared to certain acts? Did certain acts influence you guys? <laughs> uh, definitely never a ZZ Top. This might be the first time for that. <laughs> they, That's uh, what she said. She'd probably be first. But okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they throw the kitchen sink at us, actually. You know, we... <laughs> Um, we get compared to it's, it's the one, I mean, what gives me faith that we're making something interesting is that when someone, um, comes up to me after a show and says, you know, you know who you remind me of? I have, I don't have the slightest idea what they're about to say. Um, (laughs) you know, I mean, sometimes just because of the voice we get Tom Waits or, or, or Nick Cave, but honestly, I get a lot of, uh, a lot of Andre 3000 for some reason. Um, wow. I got, uh, the, I got, um, uh, young Joni Mitchell for songwriting the other day, yeah. you know, um, I, I mean, it just, uh, I, I've gotten a couple of different, uh, what's the guy from, um, uh, from band clutch or something. There's, there's some, there's a kind of metal guy who comes up occasionally, there's a couple of folk people that we get compared to, um, you know, Greg Brown or, uh, but, but it's really, you know, it's, uh, it's all over the place <laughs> and that's how we know yeah. we're doing something right. You know, um, <laughs> sure. if, if, if somebody came up to me and every time they say, you know, who you sound like, I was like, yes, I do. We are essentially, <laughs> you know, a cover yeah. band for whoever, uh, then I'd start to feel, I'd start to worry about, uh, you know, what we're doing. Well, I guess as long as it's not uh, Justin Bieber, you're all right. 
Yeah. <laughs> or ZZ you know, Top. <laughs> yeah, they're like, no, if they're like, uh, you know, um, you know, you know what your commercial potential reminds me of? Justin Bieber. <laughs> then I, oh, yeah. uh, then I'd be like, oh yeah, you got, you got the hookup. You got, where's the money? Yeah, yeah, right. That? Yeah, that's that's no. all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I first I found you guys in uh, Jump Magazine. I think it's such a great magazine. I mean, that's oh, yeah. what half of our show is kind of dedicated to here. It's it's mm-hmm. taking this turn, and we really like to bring on Philly artists because it's home to us, and we just love getting like unsigned artists and, and artists really coming up uh just airplay for one and um mm-hmm. and we're big and we become huge fans of them uh as as we get into their music but when i heard you guys for the first time i i really thought of the dead south and they're from canada mm-hmm. but man i mean they wail and they play their asses off and i, I mean mm-hmm. i think it's a compliment to be compared to some of these people and um you guys are just doing it and you have the vocals and you have the music and you're just Doing a great job. You know, I'm, so. I'm I'm sad to say we had we had the opportunity uh, to to open for them in um, a couple of weeks, but well, um, but I was on but I'm on the road and I, I we couldn't do it. So uh, they're oh, going to have wow. to play Philly without me. I think it's uh, it's uh, <laughs> November, middle of November, sometime. Yeah, twenty um, first, I believe. Yeah, day before Thanksgiving. Me and Jeff yep, are going yeah. because they they were on the stoop last year. So yeah, they um, were on our show, and so we've yeah. had them. They're really. Good people. Well, yeah, um, we we were uh, unfortunately I'm I'm gonna be already um already traveling on that day, so how we is won't the be tour? there, but enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how is the tour going though? Where are you now? Where have you been? And and uh, where where can we see you? You have a show tomorrow here though. No, unfortunately not. Um, that oh. show is canceled. That show is actually uh, that was with the the woman who helped produce the album that we're about to record. Um, but her travel plans got all messed up, and so that show was canceled at the um, someone at the last minute. Um, so, and actually, because of it, because we were planning around that show, uh, we don't have a, a show for um, uh, for a minute. Partly because we're going to be in the um, in the studio. Uh, we're going back tomorrow is actually the last day of a of a Kickstarter campaign for us. Um, we've been raising money for the. Uh, selling pre-orders for our next full-length album which will come out in the late spring but we've got to record it um it for and so that's what we'll be doing for most of november um we'll be here in uh in in philly in spice house sound uh studio um laying down all the track work for for that album and and the kickstarter is still going you know if people are listening now uh bobby and owen need you.com is the url that they can go to um and uh, and get a copy of the of the album before it even exists. <laughs> it's called Stay Ahead <laughs> of the Wolf. Awesome, yeah, that's we're looking forward to that too. Like I said, I mean, we we love the sound. Uh, we got a couple more songs we're going to play later on in the show. Uh, Found and Rosalie. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about these cool. songs and uh, what what inspires your music? Well, both those two songs, the song you played, Wake Up Sinners, is off of an EP that we put out a year and a half ago that was half gospel, half anti-religious originals. And that was kind of a, 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 a detour, a tangent for us. The the songs you're going to play later uh, sound like they're both off of our first full length, um, which was back in, I guess, uh, 2015 we released that. It's called Scavenger's Joy. And uh, let's see, Found and Rosalie. Um, well... They're pretty early songs for us. They're, they're pretty early. Both of them reflect uh, different types of bad choices that I've made in my life, um, <laughs> oh, which which is certainly uh, um, 
you know, if you can't learn lessons, you can at least uh, sing about them so other people can learn them, I guess. Sure. Um, but but most of our songs are, are essentially stories. Um, and that's, you know, that's sort of what we see as our, uh, as our job is uh, um, I, I write stories and then Bobby makes people care about them. Um, and, and both of those are, you know, they're, they're, they're story songs. They're, um, they're things that happened to me or that I thought about spinning off of things that happened to me. And then they became fully fleshed stories in their own right. And then I found a way to tell them and, uh, in, in few enough words that they could fit into a 25 minute, 12 song LP. <laughs> That's so cool. It has to be so therapeutic to just get that out too. Um, but, uh, can you tell us more about, I thought, uh, Stay Ahead of the Wolf. Now, that's that's the new album, right? Do we have a release date mm-hmm. for that? Um, not yet. I, we're, we're hoping that it's out uh, end of May, beginning of June next year. Um, okay. But we're, since, we're, since we have to go into the studio a uh, week after next to actually record the whole thing, it seemed a little premature to, to put a, a specific date on it. Um, but that's what we're shooting for right now. Cool, cool. Um, but before we talk about future stuff um you guys use some like interesting objects in your instruments and 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 how you create your sound can you tell us a little bit about that sure yeah i mean it's just trash uh, <laughs> all, we just hit trash with other trash uh using our feet and um that means that we save money on hiring a drummer right uh, <laughs> So you still yeah, use like coffee cans and, and and wire and everything like that's all rigged. They um, they've been evolving for the the past few years. Uh, it started off with just Owen on a suitcase, and that suitcase has changed many times. And then he added um, he added kind of a snare situation that originally was a coffee can, and through many trial and errors, you know, have changed um, to now being kind of like a license plate. I, I can let Owen talk about that. Gone through a lot of lifetimes. It was an actual license plate for a while, but they kept breaking. Um, <laughs> it was a license plate, and I was hitting it with an, uh, a beater that was actually an egg beater, but with also some bike spokes strung into it. Um, but then I talked to a guy who said, well, the problem with your license plate is that it's, a too, it's too new. And I was like, well, of course it's new. I took it off the most recent car that I've changed my license plates on. They're just my <laughs> license plates. And he said, "Well, you got to go hunt for you got to go hunt for vintage license plates because he had made a a resonator guitar with an old vintage license plate, and they used to make them out wow. of steel." And they said, "The day that I'm making, you know, my trash foot profession out of a vintage license plate that I spent, you know, uh, fifty dollars for is, you know, the day that I've lost my damn mind, and I should be buying an actual, uh, <laughs> you know, drum." Um, and I have all this sheet metal in my basement because I'm slowly rebuilding this house that I live in. And uh, so I just cut some license plate shaped pieces of sheet metal um, and stuck that where the license plates used to be. So it is essentially still the license plate snare, but it's just uh, no longer actual license plates on there. Wow. 
trash to treasure. <laughs> treasure. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was just like, kind of treasure, yeah. yeah. The, real, the real engineering feat is Bobby's Jangler, uh, which he, he's not actually not at liberty to talk too much about because uh, the patent is still, you know, the application is still in, and uh, that's our real retirement plan. Um, is that everybody wants a copy of his Jangler, and then, uh, yeah. and then we don't have to play music anymore. We can just manufacture Jangler. Yeah, yeah there, there's wow. been a few drum companies that, that you know, we're in, in communications with, so I can't go into too much detail with it. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really that's cool. That's not true. That's, that's not at all true. <laughs> oh, okay. Nobody. <laughs> I was going to say, if you come up with an invention like that, like my, my uh, fiancé, he works on cars, and he found this, like, new way to, like, sand. He, he, he made up, oh, maybe I shouldn't say it before his patent. But anyway, yeah. I, I believe you. Like, come up with your own triangular company, you know. <laughs> I mean, the truth. So the truth is, I um, I was we, we were playing one time. It was before I did anything with my feet, and I was kicking around an old tambourine that was just like happened to be lying around Owen's living room. And uh, I was like, you know what, a tambourine pedal would be great. And I googled it, and you know, found a couple people trying to do a couple different things found something close to what my current Jangler setup is and then just built it from like an old YouTube video and just, I used what I, what I had, I had like a random piece of wood, had a bunch of beer caps, um, had a bunch of bike spokes and just like started building it as things worked or didn't work. I made changes over the years and now I have this like (laughs) monstrous piece of, uh, (laughs) Uh, of wooden bike spokes that I call the Janglers <laughs> that uh, I actually need to rebuild pretty soon. So we'll see what uh, Jangler 2.0 looks like. <laughs> I have to ask, do like any lady friends come over and and get scared of like what's in your garage? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think if they're coming over anyway, they know what they're what they're in for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good or bad, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. We are who we are. Absolutely. And that's the beauty of it is it really is being yourself because, you know, we get these acts to come on the show. Jewel hunts them down, and she starts introducing me, and I automatically get hooked. I think the music's great, and however you come about it is awesome. So keep up the great work and uh, liking what we hear. Um, so you're going back to the studio. You're going to a new album. What's more? exciting for you do you guys like recording music or do you like hitting the road because it seems like you get on the road a lot as well well we're pretty excited about this album this is this one's awesome. been in the works for a while um and some a lot of the songs have been um have been road tested you know they've been really they've been some of the the crowd mm-hmm. favorites in our live act for years and so um for us i mean we're we're pretty anxious to have this one recorded um, and and out there because, um, you know, people have been asking, uh, coming up after a set and saying, you know, where's which which album, which of the two albums has that song on it? And you're like, uh, well, actually, neither <laughs> of them. And, um, you know, that that's happened for so many, for, you know, a couple years with, with some of these songs now so that um, we're really looking forward to having this one out in the world. Um, because it'll make it'll make touring that much more fun to know that we have mm-hmm. um, the most current version of the music that we're most proud of um, that people can take home with them, and and you know, um, yeah, I mean, there's 
fun parts of, of playing around in the studio. But, um, but the real excitement is being able to share that music with people. Yeah. Awesome. There's a real performative aspect of, of our music and it, it really influences what the songs end up being. So I think the fun thing about being in the studio is, um, kind of taking what we've played for years in front of people and, um, highlight certain things in a way that we could never do live. Um, whether it's adding extra musicians or doing overdubs or, um, just being like, you know, when this part really digs in, you can really kind of mess with the sound to make it more effective in a, in just an audio format. Okay. That makes sense. Um, a question that, that I had really, you know, since we started talking about making your own instruments and, and finding items and turning them into instruments, when you're, when you're in a live show, and this isn't meant to be like, this is a serious question. I mean, it's 100%. We're in a live show. Do you ever worry about this stuff malfunctioning on you, breaking apart, not making the sound that you originally came up <laughs> oh, with? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> we're, we're, we're pretty used to that. <laughs> <laughs> we had some, some, some epic equipment malfunctions on this at the end of this last tour. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, no, it's a worry, but, um, you know, you get used to bringing some of the gear that you need to fix it um, with you. And the you real know, benefit we... of making your own instruments is that you know how to fix them. You know, if, <laughs> right. <laughs> back up, if, back if, up. if an amp breaks, like who knows how to fix an amp? Like the, the hundred people that like can build an amp on their own. But, you know, when right. the license plate breaks, we know how to fix it. We know all the components <laughs> to it. <laughs> it's, oh, it's true. We um, just had a we just had something where right at the beginning of a set it's actually the only the only wedding we've ever played. Um we we got up there to play. Um we we sound checked 3 hours earlier and uh and Bobby's bass just didn't work. It was the preamp in the back that these wires had come loose from the uh um from the the little uh casing that holds the the battery on the preamp. Um, and we had to just sit down there on the stage, um, but we had, you know, screwdrivers and electrical tape and uh, uh, pliers and a knife that we could strip it. And we ended up stripping the wires and uh, electrical taping them directly to the terminals of the battery and then taping the battery uh, back into the base. And I mean, we, so we had all the stuff we needed to fix our own gear when it broke. And then one of our actual pre-made high quality instruments broke. And, you know, <laughs> I guess it didn't, it wasn't actually that much different than a license plate in the end. Oh, well, <laughs> well, I, I'm getting married in March, so um, I'm cordially inviting you guys for, <laughs> I will hire oh, you yeah. <laughs> if you want to come. I already have a, a watch, pop star. That's what you asked for. <laughs> yeah, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> we, well, we, we show up at weddings, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. My brother's from West Virginia, so <laughs> I have some crazy in my family. <laughs> they can hang. Um, <laughs> now, I have to ask you guys, have you had, besides, you know, crazy weddings, any crazy tour stories, crazy fans, crazy after parties? Oh, um, I don't know. Tours are, um, I mean, the whole, the one of the beautiful things about touring, it's like, um, I mean, I used to, I used to get around by hitchhiking, and uh, wow. that was the best way to to see a place. You know, um, if you can take the time, um, then hitchhiking. You know, you spend your whole time with somebody else who has their own stories about the whatever place you're traveling through, 
their own relationships with it. And touring is kind of like that too, you know. Um, you, you, it's just a random sampling of, of, of people and places that you end up finding people to stay with. And so it's all just one, one story. I mean, that's the, the beauty of this as a job, uh, if you can make it work, is that your, um, your job is storytelling and your job is collecting more stories. Um, I don't know that I could think of forever. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that I I could think of one or, or, uh, in particular off the top of my head without a, without a, um, without more specifics, but, um, (laughs) no, that's great. That's, that's, that's the whole, yeah, without incriminating anyone. Uh, but that's, uh, (laughs) you know, that is, that is definitely one of the reasons we do what we do. Awesome answer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, you know, see a guy walking down the street with some homemade instrument, it sounds safe to pick up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's great stuff. Well, guys, I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk with us tonight. It's been great, really. Very informative. Yeah. You guys are very unique. Uh, for any of you out there listening, www.driftwoodsoldier.com. I, I found their music everywhere. It's at Bandcamp, uh, they're on Apple Music. Find our songs. We played one already tonight. Wake Up is going to play two more uh, later this evening. Listen up. Check it out. Do we got something to add for the fellas? Um, yeah, I just wanted you guys to repeat the Earl for for tonight and, and where they can, um, you know, contribute to your, your cause. You want oh, to yeah. say the Earl? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's one more night only. Uh, it, it ends tomorrow. It's been running for a month, and it's bobbyandowenneedyou.com. We also got canyouplease.help.us. Uh, but <laughs> we've been mostly <laughs> advertising Bobby and Owen need you dot com. We had yeah, a site like that, didn't we, Jeff? <laughs> yes, we did. Didn't go on but it's also it's, <laughs> a, it's also on a uh, you know if, if people go to driftwoodsoldier dot com, there's a link there, um, right on the homepage there, or so, our Facebook or Instagram. Pretty much yeah. wherever you find Driftwood Soldier information, you'll find the link. Yeah, if we're, we're doing our job right, which we don't exactly. always, but hopefully we are tonight. <laughs> Tell me that. I hear it happens here as well. Yeah, so check them out on Instagram and Facebook. Driftwood Soldier. Spelled just like it sounds. www.driftwoodsoldier.com. These two guys, definitely worth it. Uh, Owen and Bobby, great musicians, great storytellers. Guys, looking forward to it. Uh, any chance when a new album comes out, we can have you back on? Absolutely. Yep. Outstanding. Oh, thank we'll you keep so it, much. Yeah, we'll keep an eye out for you in the great. Philly scene. Definitely want to check you guys out. Great, thanks. Thank you very much. much, Have a great night. Have a good night. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye. Definitely enjoyable, and I love stuff like that, Jewel. I love stuff like that, guys, because they're musicians, but they they create the craft pretty much from scratch, if you will, because they make their own instruments. They find things and say, hey, let's see how this gets put together. And it turns out to be this great music, like we already heard. I love it. It's terrific. Literally, like from scratch. Like, from, right. <laughs> I'm going to put all of this together. I'm going to create this, and it's going to be amazing. And his voice on top of it, holy oh, crap! Awesome. Felt like I was yeah. talking to Johnny Cash. <laughs> and that's what it makes it amazing. And you know, don't no disrespect any musician, but you know, you learn a guitar, you learn a drum, whatever you have. But these guys actually put it together on their own. Like I said, they know how to fix it in case it breaks because they it's their heart mm-hmm. and soul. So they're kind of like artists in more ways than one. They're musical artists. They're creative artists. 
great package. Absolutely excellent. That was fantastic. So let's get to more music because it's really that good, and their stuff is that creative, that different. So I want people that are out there listening, BobbyandOwenNeedYou.com. Contribute to these guys. Get this new album rolling. Get this music popular, and we're going to keep you updated here on the Yo Show when these guys are back in the Philly area. And um, I'm going to keep it in my book here uh, when June comes for his Porch Fest. That sounds awesome. Next song we're going to play is a song that is called Found, F-O-U-N-D, two and a half minutes long. A lot of stuff is short, sweet, but right to the point. Great music. Here is Found by tonight's guest, Driftwood Soldier, right here on the Yo Show. We'll be back in about two and a half minutes. Please enjoy it. Thank you. Clouds hung over the city like a sheet metal roof. And I was hung over trying to fall asleep in a metal booth. Every time I woke up, I was older than I was before. Every time I woke up, I was older than I was before. And you won't find me, you won't find me. You won't find me making myself proud. You won't find me, you won't find me. You won't find me saying your name out loud. I was taking a bus downtown. I sat next to a man. He said, son, what's in that brown paper bag? Flushing your white knuckled hand. Is that good stuff? Won't you share with me, please? I said, this here's that medicine. It's worse than the disease. Well, you won't find it. You won't find it. You won't find it on no drugstore shelf. You won't find it. You won't find it. You won't find it cause it causes what it cures itself Woman who lives in our old apartment Wrapped herself in both arms Stood there hugging herself in the doorway She said I used to love you so much You still look the same I used to love you so much I can't call you that You won't find it You won't find it You won't find it in no telephone book You won't find it You won't find it You won't find it cause you don't know where to look And now I'm trying to, when you hear the songs, you try to think 
wonder what they're playing. Mm-hmm. Instrument-wise, you know, like you're trying to, to pinpoint. It's so good now that you hear those stories about, you know, the way their instruments come together. And it's excellent. Of course, I can't. He said it was a couple of them were personal stories and life lessons. I don't really want to know what that one's about. We'll just enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind listening to it, so. No, yeah, not at all. <laughs> and if anything, you can you kind of make your own assumption, like found means like they found another piece of music, found the instrument, made it, made it into more great music. Owen Bobby from Driftwood Soldier. We got another song coming up uh, shortly. We'll do a little chit-chat in the meanwhile, Jewel, uh, and there's a lot of things you want to talk about, a lot of things on your mind. Are there? <laughs> yeah, you you got into it today about the... This fellow from Jersey Shore that keeps getting his ass kicked by his by his girlfriend. Stop! Right? Run! What's you going watch on? That joke won't make sense. I don't really watch, but I know I know the show. Okay, that was his ex, by the way. They had an inflatable, oh. not inflatable. What am I saying? They, the, the one of the cast members, brought in an actual doll of. Of Ron's ex, and it had like a voice box inside it, and it would say like Ron, stop, like in her Jersey accent. It was pretty funny. Anyway, Ronnie Magro Ortiz from the Jersey Shore got beat up again by his baby moms. Like, what is happening? This dude has a black eye. He's putting it on Snapchat. He was dragged by her in a Mercedes like a couple months ago, and he like <laughs> literally like. His arm was all messed up. It got his face. Like, he was all banged up. And, and she's, like, attacked him on the show. This is not okay. Like, this chick just beats up this dude all the time. And all of it is posted on social media. And he hits her, too. Like, what is happening? But he keeps really? on putting everything out on, on social media. I don't understand it. They have, like, a four- or five-month-old daughter at this point. But they keep getting back together. So... My question to you is why do people stay in these toxic relationships, especially when it gets, like, violent on either side? Because that's so not okay. With the whole, like, uh, just a little add-in, the whole Rihanna Chris Brown thing. Like, yeah. she she apparently, like, was into that stuff. But this is, like, domestic abuse on both sides and is just not cool. So what do you what do you make of this? I don't know. I, I always wondered that and we've all been we're all guilty of that relationship that we should have got out of at some point. Not necessarily because it's violent, it could be um mentally not there, or it could be just unstable, people that don't love. There's a lot of different reasons. I couldn't I'm gonna be kinda of blunt, I never could imagine uh Oral sex or regular sex being that good, they would put up with so much drama in your life. Why would you say oral? Why would you say that? What do you mean? Why would I say that? I don't know. Just say regular. regular say blowjob stuff. Say regular stuff. That's no fun. No. <laughs> I was gonna say blowjob. I tried to behave. Now apparently I'm not allowed to behave. So that's what you get when I try to behave. <laughs> Jesus Christmas. Ask me to turn it down, and that's what I get. I'm never turning it down again. Absolutely not. From now on, I let it all I. <laughs> Go for it, Jeff. I mean, like, do you? No. 
<laughs> if I was doing me, I wouldn't have to be in a relationship. But I'm. <laughs> you ask for it and you get it. Uh, a little freaked out by something in the studio. I have got this five foot tall stormtrooper. You've seen it. That Star Wars stormtrooper is about five foot tall. Uh, somehow no. he turned, and I don't recall touching. That's right. You don't remember much from studio days because you come over and slug like. What do you mean he turned? He turned. He's definitely on a different angle than he was. Don't say that. I'm, I'm freaked, freaked out. out. No, I'm no, no. Freaked out. I'm getting out of here. Dolls freak me out. I can't. This is a doll, too. Who got a good... <sighs> do you see this? Do you see these things they invent for <laughs> for Halloween? Look at this thing. It is a... It's a clown that sticks to the window. But it's like a giant face, and the finger moves. Like, it waves at you. <laughs> Oh my god. That was going to be a part of my what ticks me off. That's frightening. What, clowns? No, something else. Continue. Can tell, I don't know. We're missing Jim Brewer right now. He's at the Fillmore. God, I always miss him when he comes to the town. I think Jim Brewer's missing us. He is. He was supposed to come on. Yeah, I was no. talking to his publicist for like a long time, and I thought I was so excited. I thought I had him, and then uh, we just lost touch. But uh, yeah, at the Fillmore, so people aren't listening. You know where they're at. Yeah, I guess so. They should be listening now. Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna try doing something new here. I'm gonna find these great things on Facebook, and then give you the page that they're wrong because you got to see this. 6.8 million people have viewed this. It's on Pretty 52, P-R-E-T-T-Y, 52 on Facebook. And it's a video of this little girl, and her mom says, why are you yelling? And she says, because I shit my pants. I didn't want to shit my pants. The little girl's picking at her ass. It is easily the funniest thing I've seen all day. That's your meal. <laughs> See? Oh, really? Because that's yeah. my job. <laughs> yeah, that's it's true. Of, what you do all day. Bunch of little toddlers. I shit my pants. pants. (laughs) (laughs) Miss Davies, I shit my pants. They call me, you're going to laugh, they call me Miss Julianne. It's not funny. (laughs) Why is that? I don't know, that's a mouthful. (laughs) I know, Too much to say. (laughs) You know, it took me a while to even know that was your name. Yeah, because no one calls me it. That's just my government name. Government name. Dan the man? Is that what you're saying? Rise against the yeah. people? Well, that's what my birth certificate says. Is that what that By means? Julianne? <laughs> right. But no one, not even my grandmother, God rest her soul, called me that. No one did. You're Jewel. Right. Jewel Bullets Tate. And I'm done. Good night, Philly. And I'm done. You think you're done. You're not done. You got more music to play. I got more beer to wait. drink. Yeah, you got more beer to drink. I was going to wait to play this song, but obviously I'm getting on Jules' nerves, so we'll stop now. <laughs> we'll reset ourselves. You wish marriage was like a radio show? Hold on, honey, stop. Play some music, and we'll reset ourselves. <laughs> and then I'll give you oral sex. I'll, I'll leave. 
fucking leave, okay? I fucking leave. That makes you feel better. Um, which brings me to something. Speaking of relationships, and me and my buddies used to say this all the time. And remember this out there, male listeners. For every hot piece of ass female, there's a guy out there that is sick of her shit. Oh, my God. Play the song. <laughs> asshole. Hey, well, asshole. Man, we're getting feisty tonight here on the O Show. <laughs> it's not fair because Joel's about 12 beers in. I'm only two beers in. It is Wednesday. Oh, it is Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best drinking day of the week. Let's play homage. Let's be nice. Uh, Drift Soldier was our guest tonight. Great stories from Owen and Bobby. Don't forget, again, I'm going to keep repeating this until everybody gets on there and contributes. Bobby and Owen need you.com. www.driftwithsoldier.com. Check these guys out. Contribute. Your music's awesome. These are the kind of bands that we should be supporting. Unique. Making our own instruments. These guys are what it's all about. Blood, sweat, and tears. This song is called Rosalie. Another great one here from Driftwood Soldier. Going to play it. It's a little over three minutes long, so uh, check it out. We'll be back to you shortly here on the You Show.
Driftwoodsoldier.com. Driftwood Soldier on Facebook. Driftwood Soldier on Instagram. Find these guys. Contribute to their cause. Let's make this new album fantastic. They're Philly guys. They get back to the community. So get back to them and enjoy their music. They were great tonight. Great interview. Great stories. Great time. Jewel, another job. Well done. Find another great band. Thank you. I'm so excited for that Porch Fest. It is like, you know, the it's going to be the best block party. I really want to go. It's got to be absolutely amazing. And, you know, I know it's June, so we've got to keep our minds sharp and remember. But we got to get to this thing. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll see some bands that we've had before. Yeah. That'd be awesome. During the song, <laughs> usually, usually his timing is better. During the song, we had a visit from Hey Man. Um, <laughs> Hey, man, didn't stick around very long tonight. Usually he comes in at the right time, right in the middle of him saying something. He shares a little nip. We laugh hilariously. But we uh, he became in mid-song today, so no hey, man, tonight. Yeah. Um, he listened to J- Truffwood Soldier, though. He's like, man, I like them. Thank yeah, he's you, good. hey, man. Thank you, hey, man. Our music critic, hey, man, dude, I like them. That means it's a hit. The only word spoken by Hey Man. <laughs> <laughs> so far, that's about it. Um, and then. Oh my God! That brings me to something I wanted to tell you. Go ahead, let's hear it. So, I had to look it up, like on Instagram, because I said it last week, and I think that like spurred some action. You know what I saw on Instagram? What's that? A female gritty costume. Stop it. They're trying to make it hot. They're trying to make it crazy or hot or crazy hot. Like, I came up with that shit. <laughs> um, show me a hot female that isn't crazy. Oh, my God. You're you're still on this. Oh, yeah. You're angry. <laughs> you love me. This is, you know, every Monday and Thursday. I mean, Monday and Thursday. Jesus Christ. Every Monday and Wednesday, you're glued to this studio, you love it. We love it. We're the Yo Show, folks. We're innovative, apparently. Jewel invented a costume. Everybody stole her idea. Just yep. like I'm going to steal Mike's uh, idea. That's his <laughs> job. You're out there <laughs> blabbing. See, he's got this thing. Yeah, watch what you say. Never know who's listening. Now, like I said, we have 8.2% listeners in Korea, and they're very, in, they're very creative. Jeff, I saw the stats. We have a lot of listeners. A lot of a lot, a lot of, of listeners of in Africa. Like, we are worldwide. We are. Germany, the United Kingdom, Africa. That's so cool. That is. Korea. People listen to us. We are we're a hot commodity. Just Philly. We, we love you Philly. all. We love you all. We are Philly, but bringing you to the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we will take on artists. From anywhere. Um, 
Yeah, if oh, you exactly. want to reach out to us, uh, I'm sorry, can I just say yeah, this real quick? No, uh, absolutely. We have a lot of, thank you. We have a lot of artists. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting bit as I speak. She's got a bag. My cat. Um, we have a lot of artists uh, liking our posts and liking our pages on Instagram and Facebook. If you're an artist, and I mean, it's me and Jeff running the show. So if you want to be on the show, you can reach out to us too. Um, get at us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We check everything. Um, I'm even on Snapchat just to have it, but it's Schultz 80, some fun pictures. And, yeah, just get at us. And if you want to be on, we will give you a listen. We'll give you a look. If you're in the arts, entertainment, anything, you have good music, let us know. Definitely. Um, my Instagram handle is jpstark1971. Hot. Was that hot or hot? No, it's a ha. <laughs> anyway, it is JP Shark. I'm laughing at you. <laughs> on Instagram. It's okay. You laugh what you want. And if you go to Instagram, the first one you'll see is our very first Yo Show guest, Miss Bessie Cox. Oh, my BFF. That. Oh, yo. When is her gala? We got to get in shape for that. Get in shape. Gym. I gotta find a gown. Get in shape. This is I it. Get in shape. For what? I've been trying to get in shape for Halloween. Like I have to get in shape for a gala. Come on now. Oh yeah, to look like that. That's what I want to look like. Betsy Cox is in shape. If she's listening to the show, you're in shape, baby. <laughs> right. Poor Betsy. As I drink. Ten dozen beers. That's okay. Um, you don't like to blow the whistle too soon, but I'm going to blow the whistle on this one because this excites me. If you're out there listening, we don't have an exact date yet, but probably be coming in December. Spoke to somebody today who has agreed to come back with us on our show. What? Yep, she was with us back when we were the stoop. So now she's going to get a real solid in because now we're the yo show. Jewel Nancy Valen. Wow. Exciting. I love Holy crap. Nancy Valen. Um, for all you who may not remember or do remember, she's in a ton of stuff. She was in Baywatch. She had an appearance Say by the Bell. She was in the movie Loverboy with a young Patrick Dempsey. Uh, took some time off from acting. Now she's back in acting. She's now on Fox's uh, show 911. She made an appearance on that show. New show. Pretty That's awesome. A, she showed a good show? No, it's a good, like, crazy show. Like, not say it. Not your typical, you know, Fox show, I would say. It's it's pretty good. God, I got to check it out. There's a, uh, she had a picture on Instagram of her, um, obviously, makeup. It was a big heel from her shoe going right through her face. It was pretty well. <sighs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, there's roller coaster accidents and, like, you know, cra- crazy things. Sounds pretty exciting. I have to check it out. Uh, so I spoke to Nancy briefly today. I reached out to her uh, great social media and she said she would love to come back. So we're going to work out some dates and bring back Nancy Valen. Very, very I love cool. Nancy Valen. Oh, she's she's awesome. Sweetheart of a girl. And when she was on the last time, I, uh, you know, I say dumb things sometimes. <laughs> I made a comment. And I said, Nancy, I tried to add you on Facebook and yeah. 
You haven't accepted my friend request. She did it right on right on the air. She said, oh I want everybody to know that I have now added Jeff as a friend on Facebook. Ooh, it's like the best moment of my life. <laughs> That's pretty embarrassing. No, it's great. <sighs> I'd be like, hey, um, <laughs> please add me right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, not too much pressure, right? Add me on Facebook. Yeah. That's like my that's like my aunt. <laughs> no one talks to her at the party, and she's like, "Hey, why did you delete me off your Facebook?" <laughs> uh. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, folks. Another one of my nicknames. There you go. That's that's your new nickname, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, apparently bought. Hundreds upon hundreds of Mega Millions lottery tickets and hoping to win this $1.6 billion, which we'll get back to in a minute. Uh, His story in the interview was he was hoping to win it so he could help the Pittsburgh Steelers afford Levy and Bell's giant contract. Are you serious? Yeah. Is this just about the craziest thing you've ever heard? That's just, I don't know why, it makes me so bad. I mean, but if you think about it, I mean, I think, like, if you hit 1.5 billion. How much did he spend? He bought a couple hundred tickets. It says 100 plus tickets. So there's no, they didn't really give us the dollars and cents. So, like, 300, 500 dollars. He spent. That's not too bad. The best part was, um, <laughs> you know, it's great on Juju Smith Schuster um, on Instagram. Bleacher uh, Report posted Juju willing to do anything at this point, and Levy and Bell responded, "Everybody think they Kevin Hart, huh?" Oh so Levy and Bell stick it at the Bleacher Report. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Did I tell you I won, but I'm anonymous? And I of live course. in South Carolina. <laughs> I knew it. That's why I'm being so very nice to you tonight. No, you know, I bought two tickets. I'm not ashamed to say. I did go out. You have to. I mean, Powerball's tonight. I wanted to buy some Powerball. I just I forgot. forgot. I, I forgot. know. But I don't know. We were watching Um, what happens, like, after you win the lottery. Those people go through it. You know, there's a lot of people who are killed who win the lottery because people really? are just after them, like put hits out on them and steal all their money. It's like a crazy oh. percentage of winners that get wow. killed. Wow. So I'm pretty sure PA is a state where you can remain anonymous. South Carolina is the same. So that's what this person chose to do. And it's the smart move. If you ask me. Yeah. Cause they, they went out the South Carolina, um, Lottery Commission went out on Twitter and asked this person to step forward. I guess, I guess I was taking this. I would let this, I would contact the authority, like the, the commission or whatever, and find out how long I had to step forward. Because I would wait months. I would wait for this to get out of people's minds. Yeah. And I would move to like a remote island or something. Yeah. $1.6 billion is like. It's insane. Oh, no. That is, you know, 
I would take all my friends and family and my pets and move to a remote island and then announce it on the stoop <laughs> and, like, broadcast from there so people could still listen to our Yo Show. Yeah, I would announce on the Yo Show. I don't know if I'd announce on the stoop. Probably. But from a remote island? Oh, stop it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, I mean, that... You know, you don't think about it being scary. And obviously, if you win, like if I won, honestly, if I won $1.6 billion, first thing, like I would run out my front door in my underwear screaming like a lunatic. How can you not scream and like go That's crazy? Insane. Right. Your neighbor's going to probably... be like, what's the matter? You okay? I won a lot. <laughs> la, la, la. Nothing. Everything's fine. We're good here. But they hear you screaming at that moment, like 1101. They're like, Oh shit! Jeff Perini won the Mega Millions. <laughs> and then I'd be dead. Yeah, you would be. You hear these stories about people that blow all the money? Like, what? you can't blow one point six billion dollars. No, it's like impossible. Even if you get the payout, I was reading about it, and you get like fifty-five million dollars a year. A year. $55 million a year. That's insane. I think Jeez. I could live off that, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. There's I'll take one year's worth. Okay. How can you... Uh, but I guess there's people... I guess when you win it and you realize how much you have, you just throw it around like it's nothing. You know what, though? There's just people with so much money. Like, I don't know. Take my actress cousin, for example. She has money, like, you know, well beyond, beyond yeah, her means. Like, she's a, she's a successful actress. Okay. But she lives very frugally. Like, she, she buys stuff on sale, and she watches what she spends. And, like, it's just smart. It, it, it's also something that could be ingrained in you. Like, hey, I've had to do this my whole life. Let me just keep doing it because that worked for me. So Yeah, you're exactly I mean, right. You have to you have to stay grounded. You're exactly right. That's the way um my family was. My parents were um my father was, was a pretty successful guy. Had a couple of businesses and we never you know needed or wanted as kids. But also wasn't this crazy free for all buying things that were over the top. Uh they were raised with little, and they learn to, you know, save and buy sensible things and be sensible. I mean, my father would go and haggle everything. <laughs> I still remember the story of him going to uh, Sears back in the day to get a refrigerator. Had a price tag on it. I don't remember the price. Let's say a thousand bucks. Maybe not. And he goes to the guy and he says, "I'm ready to buy this. Um, How seven hundred bucks?" And the guy at Sears is like, "What?" Hey, here, man. I want to pay seven hundred. I want to take it home right now. Seven hundred bucks. The guy says, "Sir, it doesn't work that way. We're a retail outlet." He's like, "Come on, damage goods, something. Seven hundred. Let's go. Let's take it right up." Manager comes over. Sir's your problem? Not a problem. Just trying to buy this refrigerator. Told the guy seven hundred bucks. I'll take it away. <laughs> and the manager's like, "Sir, there's, it's got a price tag on it." Yeah, price tag. I get you, but you're trying to move merchandise, right? So come on, seven hundred bucks. You know, he ended up buying that. For seven hundred bucks. 
The That's man awful. had a oh, he had a way about him. I I wish I could do one tenth of the way, but he was a great people person, successful, smart, spoke well to people, pulled it off. I can't do that. I go to a You're store not a and say, I, no, I go in a store and say, um, you know, there's a like let's say uh, this beer bottle here. Got a price tag of like three dollars, and I say, yeah, I'm gonna pay uh, two dollars. Nope. Okay. Can I pay four dollars? Can I pay more than this worth? I'm sorry. Here's your money. <laughs> so you try to haggle and and it fails. I can't, I can't haggle at all. Oh, when it comes to car buying, I'm horrible. I'm hor. Here's what happened the last time I went to buy my car. Lease. I, I lease a car. Got 2017 Ford Fusion. This is a sport model, the twin turbo. It's beautiful. I love my car. Uh, my old lease ran out. Me and the wife get up on a Saturday. She said, let's go to Ford today and let's look at the Fusions again because I love it. All right, get in the car and driving. She said, do you know what you want? I said, I know exactly what I want. I want the new Sport, the twin turbo one. And I want it in like a wine kind of burgundy reddish color with like the black smoked chrome wheels. I said, I've seen it. I know exactly the way I want it. Not taking no for an answer. We pull in. There it is. The first car said, there it is, right there. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, that's it. Go inside to see the salesman. He says, uh, you know, how you doing? Uh, can I help you? I'm like, yep. Here, look at the Ford Fusions. I said, uh, you know, I'm interested in the sport. This guy's got me hook, line, and sinker. He said, have you ever driven it? And I said, no. Got to drive it. Feel that turbo kick in. I get on the road. <laughs> I said, as soon as I step on the gas, I said, yeah, I'm buying it. I'm doomed. You know what I mean? No haggle. I already announced it. Pull into the dealership, and he's like, okay, here's how it goes. This amount of months, this amount down, car comes with all this, it's X amount of dollars. Okay, I'll take it. She looked at me like, what are you doing? You're not asking for anything? Like, you don't want nothing? I'm like, well, I'm getting the car. He even says, eh, maybe I could throw in some winter mats for you. I'm like, all right, I'll take some winter mats. I didn't get the goddamn winter match. He offered them to me, and I still didn't get them. I got nothing. I got the car. the winter match. I am the worst. I am the worst haggler ever. I am worse than you, though, because I don't even offer to haggle. Like, you're telling me that's the thing? I'm like, huh, huh, okay. Like, I guess that's what I'm paying. I'm too afraid to, like, have confrontation when it comes to money because I'm the worst shopper in the freaking world. I hate shopping. I just take it. She still stays like, and she even said, next time you go for a car, say something. I just mean the car business. Yeah. I know how this works. Yeah. This you know guy what my dream car is? What's, what's, your, what's your dream car? 2017 Ford Fusion Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> I do With love winter mats. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream. A man yeah. winter mats. Free man. winter mats. Um, oh, man. Dream car. That's actually a great question. I really, uh, I've always been a, a Corvette guy. Corvette. You would. You I would. Love, <laughs> I love it. What's your dream car? Toyota Camry? That's not funny because I might get a Camry. I want, I want you to guess it. 1982 Mazda B2000 pickup truck. Wow. <laughs> oh, 
it would be. Okay, you got that kind of Cadillac Escalade look on your face. I, it, it, you're close. I was gonna say it's like a douchebag car. Um, it's either <laughs> nice. It, it's either an H2. The opinions of the opinions on the show were strictly meant. <laughs> it's an H2 white Hummer that I've driven okay. before. I test drove. I just love Hummers. I I literally I took a CAD class in high Me school. Me <laughs> Such an ass. No, like the internet <laughs> drawing. You know what I'm talking about? Not to be a CAD. You CAD. But I, I drew I drew like the blueprint for a Hummer. Whatever. <laughs> or it'd be the car from Death Proof, which is like a, a 73 Nova. Anyway, I have to change the subject. <laughs> Shut up. I tell you what. You should come up with blueprints to a Hummer and teach some of these ladies. Because some people just Shut had to do it. <laughs> Uh, All right, so Jewel I'm going to on Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> God, uh, I just walk right into it. I just you really do. I mean, crap, like hook, line, and sinker. I can't win. You're like you're like this giant shoe, and this whole this whole show is like a big pile of dog shit, and you step right in it, <laughs> and it just stinks, and it's great. So the whole time I'm listening to Driftwood Soldier, I thought about one thing, and now I want to join the band with this. I like it. Glass bottle fingers. Warrior. <laughs> Can Warrior. I be part of the band? <laughs> the man. To play. That's a freaky movie. I can't get them off. <laughs> Duck. Damn it, Driftwood Soldier. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, the show honestly should start at 9 o'clock. Because I <laughs> we need to pregame. That's what I have concluded. That's not pre-game. a bad idea. Yeah. I tell you what, Jewel Tatey's got me in tears over here. I am crying in comedy. She's waving her three fingers. Her three fingers got stuck in this glass bottle she was using as her new instrument to join Driftwood Soldier. Get the feeling you're fired. <laughs> I almost don't have the energy for what ticks me off. That's how much I'm laughing. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing that ticks me off. A recently shaven dog that doesn't want to stop barking. There he goes. On cue. <laughs> I can't even right, hear so him. You're fine. Oh, there he is. <laughs> He's like, yipe, yipe, yipe. My girl, she's like, woof. <laughs> she's, she's, uh. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> trying to, uh, trying to rearrange the sound so that doesn't come in through. I've been told by a few of our regular listeners that dog barking in the background isn't the best, uh, thing for your audio. Uh, anyway, let's get to a round of what ticks me off. And it's pretty simple tonight. Uh, it's in honor of this winner of $1.6 billion. And it's the naysayers who want to mock and laugh at and give a hard time to people who play the lottery. I listened to a certain Philly radio station this morning, 
and a certain host came out and said how dumb it is, and you're stupid, and it's a joke, and you're buying a lottery ticket, and work like everybody else, blah, 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 blah. It says right on the ad, the lottery benefits older citizens. Got a benefit to it. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's exciting. Even if it's somewhat staged. Who knows? It's fun, though. A little gamble never hurt anybody. If you're gambling mm-hmm. a dollar for a chance to win a billion dollars, that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. It, like, tops a world record exciting. Exactly. I mean, if you're betting a dollar to win a dollar, stupid. Uh, I used to... You know, I used to put my weight in different sports, and it's the dumbest thing because a guy can fall and hurt his leg, and all of a sudden that's out the window. Lottery, folks, it's fun. It's it's not for everybody, but don't ridicule people who want to play and try to become instant millionaire billionaires. They even said, like, how could they possibly give one person that kind of money? Well, they're going to do it. Yep. Yeah, whenever he steps up. And there's people who just, you know, they play every day for the get the kicks. My dad plays every single day. The lottery guy knows him by name. Like, you know, <laughs> it's just, but it, it's exciting when he plays our birthday because there's five kids. Like, he plays our birthday on our birthdays, plays the grandkids. And when they come out, it's like, oh, cool. Like, and he'll give us a little, you know, most of the winnings. Like, it, it's just fun. He wins a lot, too. So it, it's just good. I think. Yeah. My mom would get like a weird knack out of nowhere and, and play a number and hit. Like she would get these numbers out of nowhere. Um, quick story. It's funny because it's coming up. Uh, Mischief night. Long, long time ago. Wake up in the morning. My mom says, Mischief night. You should play 666. Hmm. I said, well, that's just about the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I said, no, play it. She said, I'll leave money. I'll leave you 50 bucks on the table. Take all 50. I'm like, 50 bucks? Take the 50 bucks. Go play 666. Mom, don't leave me 50 bucks. I'm not playing it. So she doesn't leave me 50 bucks. She's a little upset that I didn't play the number. It's fine. I get dinner. I'm eating. The parents are out to dinner. I get a phone call from the restaurant. My mom says, did you play my number? No, nope. No? Guess what came out? <gasps> 666. Get out! Get yes. out. And for anybody who doesn't really follow the daily number, it's 500 to 1 odds. 50 bucks would have been a lot of money. She was not very happy. <laughs> wow. Now and she had a knack for that stuff. She didn't play it. Uh, you have to play it. Can, can I play it in, in honor too? That would be cool. That's a good tradition. Yeah, Mistress Night, 666. And it came out, and I swear to God, I, you know, to this day, I regret every second of it. You can't regret it. I mean, it is like a fluke thing, you know, and 666 is the freaking devil's number. So, you know, it's like kind of odd that Jeff will be playing the devil's number. But no, that would be a cool tradition um, to go out and play because Mike's mom birthday is actually mischief night and she always told him to play the lottery on friday the 13th so if friday the 13th comes and passes and it's usually like you know you know there's a lot of friday the 13th 
Um, he kicks himself because he always tries to play the lottery then. So, um, yeah, that's a good that's a good little thing to pass on, though. It's like, you play this on this night. Yeah, why not? I play my birthday and it never comes out. But, you know. But, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's my story of me uh, standing pat on Mom's 50 bucks. I'm glad she didn't leave it and I put it in my pocket. Can you imagine that? That would have really went over well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my dad gets a little too into it though. He, like, it's fine. Like, he'll do the birthdays and all, but then he'll do, you know, random numbers that stick out during the day or addresses or phone number. I'm like, all right, that you're you're going a little outside of, of the realm of numbers. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's just like there's two of pay like thirty numbers. I won. Yeah, you just spent like. Eighty dollars win fifty. Congratulations. Gambling makes me so I, I can't. I get so even if I go to Atlantic City and I spend like twenty dollars, I feel such dread and awful. I feel awful after gambling and losing. Like That's even the smallest Hates amount. Oh, I can't do it. I can't watch Mike when he's playing at the tables. Like I cannot. It makes me yeah. sick. She gets so angry when we lose. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. And she's mad for like they like we spent a weekend in Atlantic City with friends and she loses like twenty bucks the first night we're there. She reminds me the whole week, oh, I lost twenty bucks. Yeah. Don't gamble. Not gamble. Whatever. <laughs> Just ruin my own big, but ticks me off. Big risks takes big rewards or something like that. You did. You did better at the trash or treasure thing. I'm proud of you. <laughs> no, no, I I slipped up on that too. I'm like trash to treasure. <laughs> I said it all wrong. Jewel Tady did something today that makes me feel good. <laughs> that didn't start out right at all. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ, I'm telling you. Anyway, Joel Tady did send me a little something. It's the upcoming guest list. So now I get to do upcoming guests. Joel, how much Joel loves it. Um, <laughs> there's like this guy coming on and uh, he does this stuff. <laughs> Joel hates me tonight. Thank you, for, thank you for tuning in to our last ever episode of the Yo Show. <laughs> or you can see the Yo Show with Joel Tady and new host. After she refused to come on. Anyway, let's talk about what we got coming up. We've got our Halloween Spooktacular Ooh. Monday, October 29th. And we've got an artist, uh, Jenny Bruce, also known as Ghost, G-H-O-S-T-E, electro-pop artist. So how fitting for a Halloween Spooktacular. We've got an artist named Ghost. Great job, Jewel. These are all Jewel people. Jewel's kick-ass for getting people. November 5th. Former runway model and author Shalaya Edmonds is going to be with us. And we're also going to be joined later in the night by EDM artist Kim Cameron. So it's a doubleheader show. Mm-hmm. As is Wednesday, November 7th. Another doubleheader show, Nashville blues artist James House. He'll be in the first part of the show. And then later on we'll be joined by the Americana husband and wife duo from the UK, The Black Feathers. They're that very is, cool. Uh, November 7th. Yes. So here, looking very forward to that. They're going to be playing in New York City on the uh, 11th and 12th. Well, 13th for uh, 
never mind. I blew that. See, I blew it. So I get from <laughs> one of my big mouth. Respectively. <laughs> Respectively. Uh, November 12th, co-founder of the Indie Collaboratives, uh, Eileen Sherman, Grant Malloy Smith. I'm sorry, I'm just doing terrible night. Wednesday, November 14th is one that we're definitely looking forward to. One of Jules' favorites, singer rap artist Stacy K. Yeah. Will be here on the program. Monday, November 19th, we're joined by country pop artist and actor Brian Faldudo. Wednesday, November 28th, we welcome back for the third time. For the fourth time. Wow. Welcome back for the fourth time. She's the record holder. Lilith from Lilith in the Night. She'll be introducing a brand new song. Fourth hey, even time. I, fourth time. That's a record. Wow. She's the leader. Even I suck at That's the intro now. Yeah, good job. Busted yeah, okay. I messed it up a little bit. And of course, coming uh, this December, hopefully December, the return of Nancy Vallon to the Yo Show. Very excited about that as well. Got a lot of viewers out there. Got a lot of guests on the line. As always, I say, pounding the pavement because she really does. She hits it hard. She always goes out. And, and you've been doing great. I got to tell you, the artists we've had since we have rebranded and come back on have been spectacular. We've had great bands, great music. Um, so great job, Jewel. I tell you what, I pick on Jewel all night long. We have a lot of laughs over, but I gotta tell you, she's a gold mine. She's fantastic. She's a diamond in the rough. Because not only is she, oh, that's right, tip your cap to yourself. Because <laughs> not only did she pound the pavement to find local bands, not only did she find great music, great artists, she is the greatest stepping in shit joke leading person ever. <laughs> She makes my job so easy. I you love know, plumbers. I almost peed my pants. God damn it. This is why I got bullied in grade school, mind you. It just goes full circle for this whole show. I got picked on, picked on, picked on. Even through the the freaking the scary the scary top five. My cousins picked on me, my brothers and sisters, you bullies in grade school. You see this circle? <laughs> I do. I see the circle. But, like I say, I tease because I love. I love joking. Uh, right. Do. Yeah. I do. And no one busts my balls like my fiance. So I will say that. There Dude, wait till I tell him. Like, Aaron Paul, Driftwood Soldier, possibly Vita and the Wolf are going to play our wedding. Like, people, my wedding is going to be an event. Wait to be seen. Like, it's going to be insane. Not I hope everyone can but... make it off the Poconos. <laughs> exactly. And Jeff's going to have this special celebrity table with Jessica Barth and Madeline Zima and Bobby hey, Brown Jesse. and Eric and Leniak and um, who else sitting at my table? Coming. Nancy Vallon. And they're all going to be sitting at my table. It's going to be outstanding. There's, there's someone else that could be at your table. All the stoop guests. Right. I'm, well, the male stoop guest and sit somewhere else. No. Oh, Brianna James. She can bring me a picture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be quite a picture. Dude, Jennifer Taylor. Okay. Jennifer Taylor's here. Elizabeth Ho. She could be there, too. She was flirty. Remember, she was flirty. I love Elizabeth Ho. Oh, me my God. Me, too. She was awesome. Can we get her back on? Because she... Made my life. I'm going to try. She was hilarious because she was like, like our essence of the show is like be yourself. 
and be laid back. She was more laid back and, and cool about it than we were. And that never happens. Yeah. She said my name like she knew me. I'm like, oh. BFF. Oh. 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 <laughs> well done. BFF. Um, how awesome would it be to get me and you in a picture with all of our Stoop guests? That, Yo that Show guests. Pretty, Stoop that would Network be amazing. Affiliated with. <laughs> Poly Survey. Um, that would be awesome. Even if, you know. Oh, that's who was sitting at my table also. It's Steve Howie. He'll be at my table. It's hilarious. I need a wedding table for about 30 people. I was just talking about him last night, but we don't have time. But he's hilarious. He is hilarious. You're right. We we are running out of time. It's unbelievable. We're, we've really been going, like, all out because we just started to freelance after a while instead of early scripting and being in the news. No, we just let it fly. And if we miss stories, we miss stories. But I wish we missed gonna... that Jersey Shore story because I was oh. <laughs> There's a lot of things I wish we missed. Uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's some great stuff, like Jewel telling us about her love for Hummers. That That's fun. But uh, these things happen. I can't believe I didn't think of that. I'm such a dumbass. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I think of that stuff for you. We, uh, again, this Saturday is our big Halloween extravaganza, and me and Jewel will rehash that for you on the show on Monday when we are joined by a very special guest, electro pop artist, Ghost. Yes. Halloween extravaganza. We're going to talk about Halloween costumes and Halloween stuff. And Jenny Bruce, Yo Show, Monday, October 29th. Do not miss it. Remember, October 31st, Jewel's going out trick-or-treating is not joining us. Jeff may still put on a show. It was a little homage to music show or something. I don't know. Ew. Fine. Whatever. Very special. I'm going to be. Molly Dolph. Julie, you're the best. You really are. Half these facial expressions that people can't see is it really makes it happen. I'm sure. I'm sure. Now, we're not, we have this rule. We don't do it without Jewel anymore. <clears throat> Unless she has a last minute emergency, it happens. That's not the rule. I'm not stopping you from going on. That's the rule. I might just have to trick-or-treat in the Stoop Studios area. And that would you. kick <laughs> Yeah. That would be one hell of a surprise. Right? Yeah. Love it. All right, one minute left to show time. The British voice is speaking in my ear and telling me it's almost time to go home. Thank you once again so very much to Driftwood Soldier, our very special guest tonight. www.driftwoodsoldier.com. Bobby and Owen needs you.com. Check these guys out. The music is absolutely incredible and definitely worth your time. For the amazing, the lovely, the beautiful, the hostess, but the most is Jewel Tady. I am Jeff the Shark Perini. Thank you once again for joining us here on the O Show. And as always, do not forget, don't be a douche. And be nice to people, even the shitty ones. And stay safe at your Halloween parties in case you're in the Nor'easter. It's going to happen. That's yeah, I fun. know. What the <laughs> hell is that about? And eliminate the entire out back porch of my house. And not make the wife happy. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, and we will talk to you Monday. Bye bye.